2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You like money? Of
3: course you like money. You like the weekends? Of course you like the weekends. And typically on the weekends, Jason, you're spending money. But we're trying to win you some money with our good friend Ariel Epstein, sports betting host and analyst for Fanatics, also with MLB Network and NBA TV, and... A Ravens fan. And Ariel, before we get your picks, I wanted to ask you a question because we talked about this a lot this week. The running back position for the Ravens, they typically don't go out and spend big money on that position. But could you see them breaking tendency this offseason, maybe going out and getting a Josh Jacobs or an upper echelon free agent running back?
0: Happy Friday, guys. I could definitely see the Ravens going for a running back that they at least feel is durable. The Ravens running back room has been ridiculous the last few years of injuries. I mean, you couldn't even get J.K. Dobbins in for more than a few games in the last few years. Uh, You had some injuries to Keaton Mitchell already. There were some bad. And then, I mean, even just, of course, two years ago when every running back went down. Um, So it's, It's been rough, and that's why if I'm the Ravens and I'm looking for a running back, I'm looking for someone more along the lines of a Derrick Henry, not Josh Jacobs, not Saquon Barkley. Those are all running backs that have had issues with injuries in the past. That's the only reason the Ravens should spend any type of big money. The time that the Ravens won the Super Bowl, although it wasn't necessarily Ray Rice that won them a Super Bowl, but Ray Rice did play a huge role, especially in that Patriots game in the playoffs. So, yes, I do believe that running backs can help. I also see a running back helping with Lamar because it, of course, just adds so much to their offensive game plan if you have multiple people who could run out of backfield.
1: If if you could play armchair GM as a Ravens fan, and and I told you you've got, like, one swing at a free agent making eight to $12 million a year, is there a position group that you would – kind of run out and identify. Would it be pass rusher? Are you have you seen enough of Ronnie Stanley? Are you still chasing wide receivers? What would you do?
0: Oh, um with the Ravens I would go veteran wide receiver. The Ravens need another linebacker next to Roquan if they're not gonna pick up Patrick Queen. Um and then of course that offensive line. I mean I at least Ronnie Stanley it seemed like they were able to rotate him in and out nice. enough this year to keep him healthy, so maybe they figured it out, and if they could get like a decent number on a, like family, then fine. But ultimately, um, of course, you want to protect your blind side, so that's an important position. But I always just look to that wide receiver position because I know they've made a lot of great improvements to that position, but the Ravens still didn't really have a reliable number one they, of course, had other players stand out. But Odell Beckham Jr., you couldn't play him for more than half a game. And that was like a first quarter, third quarter thing. And then he never made it to the fourth quarter. So you need a veteran wide receiver like an Anquan Bolton that when Lamar Jackson's in a jam, he knows he could throw to. And, yeah, usually he has his tight end, Mark Andrews. But he was injured this year. And, again, he's still a tight end. So having that – and the Ravens always have tight ends, right? They would had Tad yes. They have Mark Andrews but they need a number one veteran wide receiver that can help make Lamar Jackson a better quarterback too.
3: We're speaking to Ariel Epstein. It's inside access on the fan Ariel, Let's get to your picks tonight in the NBA, starting with the Sixers taking on Charlotte and what Paul Reed prop do you like?
0: Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, Paul Reed is a center for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's actually taken on more of a role since Joel Embiid has been out with the injuries um, and the Hornets, they've allowed the most rebounds since the All-Star break. So if given the minutes was against a bad Hornets team, Reed should be getting these minutes. Reed should have at least nine rebounds. So I'm going over eight and a half.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. Uh, it was a fun one at
1: MSG last night. I I don't know if you were there, maybe in in the backyard for uh, for the Warriors and the Knicks. Uh, Warriors playing back to back games have to go to Toronto tonight. That was a big emotional win last night. They've got some older legs, but Kaminga looks like he could jump out of the gym every night. What are you doing here? That's
0: exactly why I'm going with Kaminga over eight and a half rebounds plus assists. He's the younger legs. You're seeing this in the last two back-to-backs the Warriors played. They're giving Kaminga the minutes. They're letting Kaminga get those opportunities because he's younger. And everyone else now in the second leg of a back-to-back, who's older? They're like, all right, Kaminga, it's your turn tonight. His two back-to-the second leg of a back-to-back, the last two back-to-backs the Warriors had, Kaminga's had at least nine rebounds plus assists. The props at eight and a half tonight, so I would take the over. And this prop. the the books are catching on because it was seven and a half last night. Now it's eight and a half tonight. This prop keeps going up, especially on these back-to-backs where they're allowing some of the younger, less tired legs to play.
3: Kings are taking on the T wolves. What's your play in that one?
0: This one is going to shock people, but I am fading De'Aaron Fox tonight and taking his under of 24.5 points. Fox, against top 10 defenses this year, averages about 23 points a game, and he's getting Minnesota for the third time. Now, I know he's done really well, Fox, against Minnesota. He's had 36 and 27 points. However, Minnesota is the best defense right now in the NBA, limiting opponents to the least amount of points per game guards in general, the lead guard has averaged just 17 points a game in the last 10 when facing the Timberwolves. Fox now third time around, Minnesota's going to make the right adjustments and limit him. Come on, isn't it a little fishy already? 27 points, 36 points last two games, and the props 24 and a half. Yeah, I would say take the under.
1: Yeah, and he didn't play. He was a, a late scratch against Denver, which hurt me uh over the weekend, so he's he's a little he's a little banged up too. I like Anthony Edwards over his points in that one as yep. well. Ariel, uh we love to tap into your baseball knowledge. These markets in the future uh markets continue to sort of ebb and flow a little bit. Is there anything that you're looking at long-term investment wise?
0: Yeah, I mean, my favorite play so far has been the Cincinnati Reds, whether it's the over-on-their win total or 2-1 to one to make the playoffs. They're like the Orioles of last year, where the Reds improved by 20 wins. They have a great rotation, Hunter Green, Graham Ashcraft, Andrew Abbott. The signed Heimer Candelario, who um, had a great season last year, and that adds to a talented infield with LED De La Cruz, Matt McClain. The Reds led the majors in home runs, RBI hits, and runs scored by rookies last year. Mm. I could see them making a big jump this season as long as their pitching gets better. And Hunter Green's adding a few pitches to his repertoire. So watch out for those Cincinnati Reds in a not-so-great division.
3: Ariel, the opposite way. Do you see any of the books overvaluing a team where you're looking at taking their under win total?
0: So I haven't really dove into too many win totals just yet because I'm waiting to see who's going to get like, let's say, where's Blake Snell going? We just found out about Cody Bellinger. So I'm waiting to see on some of these teams because the last thing I want to do is bet an under and then find out Blake Snell is going there. So I'm just going to sit out a little bit and wait until I have a little more confirmation about some of these teams, but Um, I do, there are going to be some teams this year where, you know, even, and I love the Orioles, don't get me wrong, but you got to be careful about teams like them that did much better than people expected last year. And then the books are going to overcompensate. I was saying this to some friends today. Just seeing that the Reds are only 2-1 to one to make the playoffs this year tells me how crazy it was that we got plus 360 on the Orioles to make it last year. Right. And now the books are going to say, oh, the Orioles completely – like, we were so wrong on them, and the Orioles are currently the second-best team according to the odds in the AL East. So I would just be a little bit careful and see how things go now that these young rookies are in their second years and how do these pitchers adjust to them on the opposite side. She's
3: Ariel Epstein of Fanatics, MLB Network, NBA TV, and she joins us every Friday. Ariel, thanks as always. Thank you. Have a great weekend.
0: Thanks, guys. You too.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.